Hello friends, it's Phil and today look, we're going to be doing a little bit of an update on Twitter. Uh, if you've been listening to some of the previous podcasts, you'll know that I'm trying to diarise basically the evolution of Twitter since Elon Musk has purchased it. Now, my opinions are only my opinions. I'm sure you have opinions too, but here's some things that I have learnt from studying um, Elon's tweets in the last 28 days. So in no particular order, and each of these points has a certain amount of measuredness in terms of why I think it's relevant, uh, what's good about it, um, what will it lead to, blah, blah, blah. I'll try and fill it out a bit. So look, point one. Twitter is the most interesting place on the internet right now. Now, that statement actually came from Elon himself only a few days ago. And the thing that I resonate with in that statement is Twitter is alive. It's twisting and bending and flexing. And I think that's really, really cool. It's almost like the most organic, most unmeasured, most untapped thing on the internet at the moment. And keep in mind, if you're listening to this, this is being recorded on the 20-ish something of uh, November 2022. Anyway, right. So the next bit, having read around lots of Elon's tweets, the guy does have really good humour. You know, for a guy that's just spent $44 billion on a business plus these other interests and let's say the pressure that might bring is he deals with pressure to some extent with good humor and hurrah to that well done mate um an inspiration i'm not a flag waver for elon by the way i'm just trying to highlight what i think i see and what i sense part three number three big corporations are pulling their advertising budget but that is a pressure down situation from C-suite board level shareholders, I reckon, largely to do with the macroeconomic situation at the moment and less to do with pulling the money from advertising. I think they're just trying to pull, they're trying to sap, suck the oxygen out of the system. And that isn't only Twitter, that is any other advertising platform. But look, it's not to the advantage of their customers. So therefore, eventually they will come back given time. Uh, point four, reduction in the workforce. This is just simply business economics and it's torrid to observe and it's probably torrid being part of, but it's just simply a cost reduction scenario. And something I was reading um, the other day, and don't quote me on this, is something to do with when tech companies scale, they create an awful lot of, let's say, uh, complacency and i use that word very carefully because no one joins a company doing nothing but there's this measure and i don't know it's a bit like reed's law and metcalf principle and other things like this it's a it's a it's a it's a measured term to do with <clears throat> the productivity of people in businesses and something like 30 percent of all the work gets done oh sorry all the work gets done by 30 percent off hang on let's get it right 
something like 70% of all the work is done by 30% of the people. And as it scales, that number gets smaller and the number gets bigger. So what Elon is doing is really just pulling out a lot of costs, knowing that the team will get tighter. There were surpluses, but it will get better. Rest assured, it's not going to go down because the people there are good enough. The people remaining are good enough there to keep it alive. Next point, point five, monetization will come and it will come in many forms. And he is going to invest in the creators, support the creators. They'll create the content and da 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 da. Advertising revenues will come, aka what happened with YouTube and any other channel. Help the creators create and then monetize the audience in different ways. And it might not be advertising, it might be subscriptions and other things. Verification is the point six. Verification will signpost ownership. And I think this is really critical is actually what Elon is trying to do is saying, get rid of the bots, get rid of the fake accounts. Real people are real people. Make it a serious place. So therefore, having verification is a really good thing because it signposts who you are as a real person. It's a bit like, you know, you can't do certain things without showing your ID, without showing your passport online trading and other stuff like that. You have to verify who you are really, really in order to manage the reality of who you are. <clears throat> Point seven, please note, this is in exclamation marks. I've just done that with my fingers, by the way. Point seven, Elon tweeted the other day, please note Twitter will do some dumb things in the coming months. They won't be dumb. Rest assured that phrase is not intended to imply dumbness at all. It's almost to propose to people, just bear with us while we level up our learning. Dumbness is not dumbness. It's simple execution of testing. And they're going to measure the success of it. They're going to learn and then they're going to repeat, 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 repeat and get somewhere very, very quickly. Point eight, quite exciting, actually, this one. Daily active users. Elon is absolutely all over this in terms of broadcasting success. And I think that's really cool because one was there was a downward trend. He's fixed the downward trend. He's also creating rules and verifications and da -da -da -da, all these kind of measures for better quality users. And it's growing. It may only be growing by the odd million, but small numbers are harder to grow than big numbers. So what that turning that dial and he's turning it very, very consciously, he's turning it to say to the daily active users is growing, but the quality of the daily active users and probably the monetization of the daily active users is improving. And I think that's really, 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 really good sign. Real users, quote, unquote, Phil Argent DX3. <clears throat> Point nine, citizen ju journalists. Now, this is a phrase that I've kind of cobbled together, having listened to lots of or read lots of tweets. Is this um, there's a real thing at the moment about fake news and news that's not information. And I think he's really trying to solve how the citizen journalist becomes a real thing. And I've never really heard that from term before. Maybe I have, but I've never really kind of looked at it as actually being, you know, it really makes sense. 
it's almost the antidote to the news that we have at the moment, which is all being broadcast through the big, big, big politically driven channels. The citizen journalists will actually give us kind of a bit of a real life, personal story, insight, da, da, da. Don't know how it works, don't know how it indexes, don't know anything about it really at all, but I just like the idea. Citizen journalist, I like the idea, if I can say it. Point 10, and this is the last point. People do matter inside and out. And here's the thing, few people see this because the news, if we reflect on point nine, citizen, citizen journalists, is in this point 10, is getting the news of what's good out to people is incredibly difficult because all people in the big channels, the big it's all the big noises, the big voices are saying, this is going down, this is going down, because it's much more newsworthy, because bad news is newsworthy, isn't it? But look, point 10 is, people do matter inside and out. And if you look around some of his content that he is, he is broadcasting with the biggest audience, probably on Twitter, a few, is that he is forming a great team. You can see some of that. You can see a few happy faces. And let's say the torrid period, the 28 days, the four weeks twist is settling down. And it's cyclical. It's really cyclical. I think from memory is that um, if you have a 12 week plan, you want to implement it by four weeks, uh, by eight weeks. But by four weeks, you should have seen the turn happen. So what we should see in the next four weeks is a bedding down of progress. I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. Even though Scott Galloway thinks, Prof G, love you, man. But even though he um, is narrating that this ain't going to work and this is broken and don't believe it, I think that's just more of the agreed noise at the moment and i'm not saying he's wrong and who am i anyway you know who am i but the point is is looking amongst it looking amongst the language that's happening around elon and i don't know him but i kind of go i think it's really really turning and i think it's really really good and i've said that for a long time keep going elon um so look the other thing and this isn't point 11, this is the summary point, really. It's just saying there are people that want, that will gain and benefit from Twitter failing. And they are the big companies. Now, I think, I think that good will come, small will come, and good news will come. And it will be the antidote that we need at the moment anyway look that's all that's the 10 points anyway thanks for listening and i hope you found some of that insightful and if you're not on twitter yet jump on twitter and learn a bit more anyway thanks for listening take care catch you soon Ta-da.